0: Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Good morning, Lindsay here, and welcome to the summer season of 2022. Uh, Today, I am bringing you a lovely episode that we recorded um, way back in 2021, way back 2021, with um, Stephanie O'Day. And Stephanie uh, actually has her own podcast called Slow Living, which you can find on Apple Podcasts. And she created a lifestyle business, and you are going to hear all about it on this interview. She's one of my favorite people to interview because it feels like I'm just, you know, just having coffee or tea with a friend. She's a joy to listen to. I think you're going to really enjoy this. And then also you might want to check out one of her books again, which you're going to hear all about. Okay, enjoy the show. Good morning, good morning. It is Lindsay here. How are you doing today? So today I'm delighted to welcome, I'm going to say an old friend, actually, because this is today we have Stephanie O'Day with us. And the first time I met Stephanie was because I interviewed her about five years ago, I think we established. So Stephanie is the author of, I think, 10 books. And she has a very interesting lifestyle business, which she has built over many years now. And I'm going to leave you actually, Stephanie, to tell more about it, because I know it's morphing as we speak. So welcome, Stephanie. (laughs) So so the business and my midsection are morphing as we speak.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> so my my favorite thing about um talking and chatting with Lindsay and the the nature of this particular podcast is it's about midlife and metamorphosis and all of the things because I am definitely in the middle of um what feels like a metamorphosis and a transformation as is the world um because of covid so um Thank you for inviting me, Lindsay. And you're right. I was going through um, past emails and journal entries. And I think we chatted in 2016. Yeah. And, um, and we were talking about my business at the time. And I am known online or, or was as the Crock-Pot Lady. And that's because in 2008, I made a New Year's resolution to use my Crock-Pot slow cooker every day for a year and write about it online. And it took off. And I was fortunate um, to have media attention and cookbooks come out and all of these things. And it was wonderful. And it was not what I had planned. And because (laughs) I'm a little type A, the fact that it wasn't planned and not what I thought I would do when I grew up, it kind of Threw me for a spin, and I felt a little out of control and kind of frantic and um, frenzied. And so, you and I spoke in 2016, and then in 2017, um, my grandma got sick, and I was taking care of her and helping my mom. And then she had since she ended up passing away at the end of 2017. And um, I felt the need to pull away from the business and from the internet, and I had this kind of like voice of God talking to me and telling me to slow down and and chill out and you started this business because you wanted to stay home with your kids but now you're traveling and speaking and doing things and that's not what you really want to do and then um the the real big catalyst came with the arrival of the instant pot um uh-huh. which is essentially a pressure cooker So all of my slow cooked crock pot recipes, book publishers and my literary agent were really pressuring me to um, translate into instant pot recipes. And I just didn't want to. And again, this sort of like from above voice is like, just because you can do something fast, it doesn't mean you should. And so since then, I've shifted my entire mindset refocused on what is important to me and um and that's my family and slowing down and being mindful and so now I I coach and speak and teach about slow living um I still have slow cooker recipes because I still think it's an awesome way
0: to cook but (laughs) it's not my full-on identity anymore wow so you've actually answered about half of my questions with that (laughs) explanation so thanks Because one of them was, what was the catalyst about you changing? And who knew that it was the instant pot? (laughs) Well, and it's funny when you
1: have that inner shift and you know what you want to do and you know what your guiding light is, but the world, society, the internet, all of the ads are telling you you're wrong. And no, you're supposed to use the instant pot. And this is the hot new thing. And Amazon sold. 70,000 on Black Friday and don't you want in on that and this is the wave of the future and go 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 and I really just kind of wanted to hide in my closet.
0: <laughs> Fair enough yeah so that's and especially because then you said you had the pressure coming from your publisher and everything with it so that's kind yeah. of like the logical world kicking in telling you where you should be going that's tough yeah. how did you deal yeah. with it? Um, well, I was
1: told quite a few times that I was leaving money on the table and that I was making a big mistake and, um, and I married an engineer. So, um, Adam, I, who I love, um, the kids joke and call him Mr. Spreadsheet. So Mr. (laughs) Spreadsheet was confused. (laughs) Fair enough. As, As to why I wasn't interested in reaching out for the low hanging fruit. And why I wanted to sort of do this kind of major upheaval of what I was writing and, and teaching about. But um, there was more to me than getting dinner on the table. And the reason I started writing was because I wanted to help busy people and, and somewhat frantic feeling how to get dinner on the table people help them. In this kind of calm, cool, collected way. And why I was drawn to the crock pot is when I had babies in the house, it wasn't safe to be chopping onions with a crying toddler on my hip. So the fact that I could do it in the morning while they're calm, the kids are happy. I'm still highly caffeinated and coherent. It just, (laughs) it was peaceful. It was easy for me to plop it all in, push a button and walk away. And that's how I try and live my life. Of figuring out what the problem is and then finding the easiest and, and most simple shortcut um yeah. to it. And so that's why I like the crock pot. Whereas the pressure cooker, yes, you can cook a frozen chicken in 45 minutes, but I don't want to. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I want to plan ahead. I want to have thawed the chicken the night before and that kind yeah. of thing.
0: And that's okay. And I think that's a really it's a really healthy way of being, of tapping into, you know. Yes, I could do that, but it just doesn't feel right to do that. Yeah. So to follow that inner guidance, and would you say that that inner guidance has become stronger as you got older? Yes, because I'm not
1: scared to um, disappoint other people, and I'm realizing more and more, I would. Rather disappoint the naysayers on the internet, um, and in Mr. Spreadsheet, who I love. We've been married 22 years, and he's wonderful. But I would rather do what feels correct and authentic to me than wake up feeling like I was a phony or um, just doing something for the money. So, yeah. it, it, and it's tricky because our society runs on money and, and I wish it didn't, but it's the fact. And, um, and, and now that I've, I've moved through that and, and done the, the kind of mindset work on myself (laughs) that I needed to, I can see that I was right all along. Um, but when you're in the middle of this kind of like quick Sandy feeling, it's very uncomfortable to trust your, your inner gut and your intuition and move through it. And so I do think that is a lovely part of growing older is you have enough life experiences stacked up to give you evidence that you're not stupid. And, um, there's something there. Um, if you do follow through on, on trusting your, your intuition, um, Wayne Dyer used to always say, don't die with your music still in you. Yeah, And this is it for me is, is I like helping people. I, I like teaching what I'm teaching and this kind of slow down principles. Um, And, and I, and I tell my coaching clients, I said, you know, if we're lucky life is long. So stop rushing. Like let's yeah. just enjoy this. And, and it's, so cliche, but go outside and literally smell the roses and literally hear the birds tweet, because there is no reason for you to be rushing around um, in, in this kind of chicken with your head cut off way. You are not behind. There is time. Yes, you can take the art class. Yes, you, you can do these things.
0: It's funny because the things that we so often put on the back burner are the things actually that would make the difference in our quality of life. Yeah. But because they maybe don't have um, a dollar return value to them or because perhaps nobody else benefits directly, yeah. yeah, we some for some reason think they're not important. And actually, they're the most important thing to help you to be who you are and make the most of, as you say, this every moment of life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, um, I
0: really like right now I've been
1: writing a lot and I used to have this thought of getting it over and done with and and pushing it off. And I'm realizing it's the work that's fun and the work that's the journey. And once it's done, I actually have this void. (laughs) So Enjoy the journey and enjoy the work because the, the work is is where the life is. You don't want to look back and and wish you had enjoyed it more. I think especially you can use raising children as a metaphor. You're in the newborn stage and you can't wait till the toddler stage. And when you're in the toddler stage, you can't wait till the preschool stage or you can't wait until um, they go off to school and all and then all of a sudden, it's over. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and you spend, and this, what does that mean? You're you're going to spend the rest of your life wishing or or looking at old pictures and and reminiscing, but but really, what's happening right in the here and now is is what to pay attention to. And yeah. and it's ironic, I know, because you and I met through social media, but if you could put the fricking phone down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and live and pay attention and smell the smells. Yeah. And the thing is, both of us have started our businesses and still have built businesses based on the fact that we wanted to be around for our children. Yeah. So we made a very conscious choice. And I mean, now one of mine's at university, one of mine's now in England, just gone to England. So I'm dealing with only having one really left at home. Yeah. And of course, surrounded by people who are saying, oh, when the kids get back to school. And I'm just like, don't right. wish it away. No, no, don't, don't wish it away. And and what's interesting is the business that
1: I've built, I really only, quote unquote, work about two hours a day. Yeah. And um, everything else, I, I I plan my day according. I, I go on multiple dog walks a day. I can take a nap. I do the laundry and and it sounds so silly. But I have created this business where I live my life and run the business versus yes. finding it, um, the business is running the life. I, I tried that and I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like it at all. Um,
0: so. No, absolutely. And I know some people say, oh, well, you know, oh, well, it's all right for you. You've got your own business. But it's not like it doesn't take work. Right.
1: I mean, I, I, I walk. And while I'm walking, I'm writing in my brain and, and things yeah. like that. So while it doesn't look like you're working, you're working in other ways, or I'm, I'm trying to brainstorm a client issue and, and, and figure out how to best help and serve her later. So it doesn't look like work to the outsider. Um, but there's, there's stuff happening, but I feel calm and I feel at peace and I know that, um, there's plenty of time to get it all done. And, and, um, and that, that is what I would hope for people to understand
0: Yeah, that absolutely. Are, you are not
1: behind. You are not behind.
0: Yeah, I like that you're not behind. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so have there been any, because obviously it's very easy as you say to have the naysayers and to have Mr. Spreadsheet and to have other people saying, you know, why aren't you doing it this way? Is there anybody who's been in your corner and has really helped oh, yeah. you through this? Um, yeah. So,
1: so Mr. Shredsheet, Adam, uh, it is my biggest cheerleader also. Um, cool. and, and I have three daughters and it's really lovely to speak to them about mindset work and thinking, well, okay, so you're, you're having these thoughts and they might not be the best. So, can we pick a different thought that might serve you better? And, and I'm watching them sort of do their own self-coaching and, and mindset work is really helpful. And then um, also creating vision boards. We've been very big on that as a family. And, um, and I I sort of joke that I manifested COVID because in 2020, on new year's so it's your fault it's my fault it's my fault (laughs) i i i created this lovely vision board on on new year's eve at a a coastal beach hotel and it was just lovely and so in huge letters i had written flow and family and togetherness (laughs) <laughs> and That's it, what you got and it all came true and then the funny thing is is my youngest was 10 at the time and her vision board was covered covered with puppies and I said no oh. we are not getting a dog We it is not going to happen and then all of a sudden we totally got a dog we got Sheldon Sheldon is a basset hound so he's the epitome of a slow dog um oh so but, cute, uh, yeah he's a good little boy he's a good boy
0: fantastic yeah. now just winding back a little bit how was it 2008 that you started your blogging yes and and, so, and that was
1: a new year's resolution and the, the funny thing was is the reason I chose to do it as a new year's resolution is I wanted an end I wanted to write on the internet and share recipes for one year and one year only and right. it got away from me um yeah. and and I was able to get publicity and media attention. And I thought I would write a book, but I thought I would write a memoir. I, I didn't think I would write a cookbook because I don't like to cook. That's why I like the hilarious. So, so the whole time I'm, I'm on television, I'm talking on good morning America. And, but I had this little voice telling me that this is stupid and, you're a fraud. And, and like, it it never felt real because I knew this isn't my intention. This is not what I want to do. I want to help people. I want, I want to serve. Um, and so while I was living it, I, I wasn't actually enjoying the ride in, in any way. I didn't like being in hotel rooms and away from my children. There was, um, one point that I was in Manhattan for the Rachel Ray show and uh, a blizzard blew in and I got stuck there for an extra three days because the JFK closed. And so I have people texting me and messaging me and telling me I'm so insanely lucky because you get three extra days in Manhattan away from the family and you can do whatever you want. Whereas I sat in the corner and I cried because I was there and it, and it ended up being Valentine's day. And so I missed being the volunteer in the classroom for Valentine's day in my youngest classroom. I wanted to make the little heart shaped cutouts and glue yeah. the lollipops on. I wanted to do that. And I couldn't because I was in Manhattan, which looks so glamorous, but I, that's not. It, it didn't reflect my inside in any way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. And isn't that often the case that sometimes we create a life for ourselves, which on the outside looks lovely and shiny and perfect. And on the inside, you're just going, no, this isn't me. This isn't what I wanted. No, no,
1: it, it, it it wasn't. And, and so, and so having grandma get sick and needing to slow down was, was one thing, but then also shifting into this kind of over 40 body and metabolism and, and sleep schedules and and hormones was, was really kind of a wake up for me also, because I used to get away with an awful lot when I was in my twenties and thirties and my metabolism bounced back and, um, I could sleep no matter what. And, and so that was also, um, a good turning point for me to kind of slow down and, and pay attention to what my body was trying to tell me. Um, I found out I had sleep apnea. Oh, and probably had it my whole life. Um, uh, my ear, nose, and throat doctor says that I have an enlarged palate, and then asked if I was a thumb sucker, and I said yes. And he said, "Well, chances are your whole life you were, or as a baby, you were pushing." On your soft palate to help open your airways, and now as an adult you can't do that. You don't suck your thumb, yeah. So that's why you're always tired all the time. Um, so uh, that's pretty fascinating. It is, and it was just so wonderful because you're sort of told that um, sleep apnea for a lot of people is like an obesity problem, yeah. And, and and in my situation it wasn't, and I was diagnosed because I went away on a on a girlfriend trip. And my friend Jen said, you snore. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, no, you snore. You should have somebody pay attention to that. And And so I stopped breathing during my sleep study. They said I stopped breathing 45 times. Well, no wonder I was tired. And I kept going to my own general practitioner who said, yes, welcome to 40. Yes, welcome to motherhood.
0: Another and thing so, that they blame on the age. Oh, for yeah, So sake, I'm just so me, I'm fatty. just
1: so thankful that I followed through, and and now I sleep great. I feel so much better. Um, and then with with the um, the hormones, I discovered a love for intermittent fasting, and never knew that that was not necessarily a starvation diet, but it's actually a really int- a strategic way to yeah. kind of reset your hormones and keep your insulin low. Um, and I, so I love that. I ended up writing um, a book about that also. And, um, and, and so it's just really interesting. I'm liking this age and stage
0: of my life. I, oh, I really cool. am. So what have you really learned about yourself and also with the body changes and the business change and the demand change? What have you learned about yourself?
1: I learned that I like the Zoom filter where you can sort of create this Barbara Walters. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. So that's that's one interesting thing about COVID is you find that you're staring at yourself an awful lot now. Um, And so Louise Hay has you do the the mirror work. And so essentially you're spending a lot of time doing mirror work, um, which is a good thing. And becoming at peace with who you are and liking all of the things. So yes, there's more laugh lines, but it means you've laughed. And there's, there's, there's all of these things. And yes, my stomach isn't going to look like the Hollywood celebrities, but I've had three babies. And while I probably could budget for liposuction, I'm not going to, because I'd rather go on a vacation and, and things like that. So, um, just coming to terms with, hey staff, if this is as good as it gets, is that okay? And and answering myself, yes. It really, really is just okay. It is fine. It's yeah. fine. We're all gonna be okay. And and
0: that's a lovely feeling. That really is a lovely perspective on things. So that leads me into my next question, which is something I always ask, which is is there anything that you miss? about that sort of chapter one, as I call it, chapter one living. Anything you miss? Fast food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I miss... But do you really I, miss it? So, I don't know. I miss I miss 19-year-old Steph being able to go to Wendy's and get a double bacon cheeseburger and French fries and a Frosty and still go home and eat dinner and weigh what I weighed (laughs) yet at the time I was not thankful but I wish (laughs) okay I wish I knew that uh that was a pretty fantastic metabolism (laughs) (laughs) you thank your old which is so vain of me but that's it that is evidently I do
0: have a vain streak I'm sorry about that Lindsay (laughs) I don't know why you're apologizing to me I don't live with it I just love the fact that you're harnessing it and welcoming it in. That's awesome. So, um, now you've written 10 books. Yeah. So, um, four are crockpot
1: cookbooks. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, totally together shortcuts to an organized life is a housekeeping and life and time management journal for I moms. When that that, came out. Yeah. And then, um, I did finally write the memoir that I always wanted to write of um, the mommy blogger next door, AKA How I Became the Crockpot Lady. So um, cool. So I enjoyed that. I wrote an intermittent fasting book, not because I think I am a full on authority on intermittent fasting. It's just that my coaching clients had asked so often what I did. And I just thought, well, I might as well just write it all down. And since I was giving it to them, I figured I'd throw it up on Amazon. Um, so, so that is, um, two, four, six, eight. Um, and then what else did I write? I wrote how to live slowly and, um, I don't know, is that 10? <laughs>
0: um, I think oh, it, yeah. and then,
1: um, there's clean, less, play more. So clean, less, play more is, um, kind of a, a simplified version of housekeeping tips and tricks. And that I do talk about in Totally Together journal. But the um, the coaching work that I do and the course that I have um, teaches the foundation of the peace pyramid. And so I it, it came to me after reading an awful lot of self-help books and um, kind of diving into the, the deep waters of personal yeah. development. And, and most... Gurus, um, and I say that with air quotes, um, teach that the way to peace is um, to meditate and to journal and to become one with nature. And I do agree with that. But I also find that it's very difficult for um, a mom or someone who's actively in the trenches to take the time to do that when there's all of this other stuff that has to get done. So the concept of the peace pyramid is your bottom layer starts with time management, your health and your finances. So that's the, the bottom section and you have to get that in check. And for many people, that's where they stay. They stay in that lower level of yes. time management, always feeling behind, always feeling like they can't catch up, trying to get their health and their finances in check and in peace. But if you're drowning in debt, there's no way you're going to meditate your way
0: out of debt. <laughs> you've, got no, to, you, you've got to come to terms with it. And just, then, um, go ahead. I was going to say, and I know you can't see it. If you're listening to this, I have actually, it's so funny you saying about the peace pyramid. Oh, okay. Um, I actually made one. Oh, well there, so I can
1: see it. I can actually, okay. Thing. See, so, and then you have heart, because the very next level is organization and relationships and there's five different relationships. There's the relationship, of course, you have with yourself, but with yep. your spouse, and your siblings, and your parents, and your coworkers, and all of your acquaintances. You have to have those in a place where you feel good about them. Yeah. And then with the, with the organization, um, especially for women, men don't have this same sort of feeling like they're behind or that they're being judged if the laundry isn't done or the house is a mess, but women. Really do we oh. we feel judged? Yeah, um, for some reason, and, guilt and we is we feel less. Th- yeah, guilt. We feel less than. So the home organization is in there, and so in clean less, play more. I outline all of my um, how I keep the house in order in a very short amount of time a day, and then you've got this solid base of your pyramid, and so you can put that top triangle on, and you can feel like okay. It's actually going to be okay because where maybe I don't have billions of dollars in the bank, I'm going to be okay because I know what my retirement number is. I know what I'm moving towards. I know where my health is. I understand what my cholesterol is doing and what I need to do. The the house is not in full-on disarray. I can host Thanksgiving and it's not going to be the end of the world. I'm in a good place with my relationships. I call my mom once a week the way that I'm supposed to. And if I don't, and it's because I'm mad and, and dealing with some stuff that happened in my past, I'm going to do the inner work to to heal that and, yeah. and move forward. And and then that's when it, it sounds so like Disney movie-ish, but it's when you go outside and the, the sun is shinier and the birds are, yes. are singier and you just Feel like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, just, it just feels like I have got this, I am yeah. rocking at life. And, yeah. and that is my hope and wish and prayer for everybody to really feel like they're rocking at this life because you do get one and I am all for incarnation, but I don't know if I'm going to come back as a slug. So I might as well rock this human part
0: yeah, <laughs> as, exactly, as well as I can. Yeah, because the thing is, if you don't do it well, then you'll probably have to come back again as a human and go, oh God, not this again. <laughs> so the fact if you do come back as a slug, that probably means you, you take the human box. <laughs> I was a good human, we're done. <laughs> I get to come back as something else next time. <laughs> no, it's that's funny, fake. I have yeah. thought about that. So I loved what you said about you You do the personal work, you do the inner work so that you can go out and say, actually, I've got this. So when a global crisis comes in, pandemic oh. Or whatever um, comes in, and you say, "Actually, it's going to be okay." Yeah, it doesn't matter what else. So,
1: in in the "How to Live Slowly" book, I share the acronym um, PACE: PACE, and it's peaceful acceptance of changing events. And that's what we were all. We we were all we're well here. We're still in the midst of it, it, yeah. Um, But some people have thrived, and others have not. And others are using it as an excuse to be in a bad mood all the time and and fight with their spouse and um, have road rage and um, overeat and overdrink. And other people are looking at it not as an excuse, but as an opportunity to read the books they've always wanted to read and take up gardening and figure out how to... Paint by number, or or whatever yeah. it is. Make so the most of the gift it, it, of time. It, it is a gift of time, and and it's a definite shift in mindset. And um and I don't want to gloss over um anxiety and depression and actually clinically diagnosed things where you you need help from a, a licensed therapist or a psychotherapist yeah. or, or doctor, I and mean, if you need prescriptions. I am not glossing over that in any way. And once you have those tools and things in place, you then are in charge of your thoughts again, and you can work on the mindset and, and shift and, and move forward. But if, if you're in a funk and you've got CNN playing all day long in the background, telling you how everything is horrible, yeah. it's, it's not good for your brain. It's not good for your psyche and and it's not motivating why would you why would you get out of bed if the world is ending
0: yeah seriously yeah no i mean i very well i don't i haven't watched the news for many many years because i figure that you hear the stuff that you know yeah can so, come into so your awareness it it's really interesting um because i feel the same way as you
1: and some people feel um as if they're not so you're you're canadian so I don't know if it would make sense, but like well, you're I'm not
0: American.
1: I'm an imposter Canadian. <laughs> okay. So, so, okay. So, maybe I don't know if it translates in other countries, but do you feel unpatriotic? Do you feel like you're not a good Brit if you're not up on the news? Because people have told me that they feel un American if they don't watch the night.
0: Oh, that's interesting. No, there is an element of people will think you're being naive and a bit stupid. If you okay. choose not to wallow in the misery of what's going on around the world. I had to come to peace with the decision that I chose not to wallow in the news because I didn't believe that, A, I could do anything to help. And B, if it was only going to reduce my health and my happiness, then I was in an even, even weaker position to do anything to help. So quite frankly, what was the point? There will like always that. be bad news. And yeah. there is always good news. Yeah. Well, and the bad news is what they push. Exactly. If what is it? If it bleeds, it leads. So, yes, indeed. And with COVID, through the COVID time, especially through the lockdown, mm-hmm. I made a very, very conscious effort to listen to stuff that made me happy, gave me optimism, um, mm-hmm. and kept my mind set in a good space. Yeah. So, yes, I blocked out a lot of things and a lot of people. How, I mean, how did you yes. and your family cope with it? Um, it, exactly the same way. Exactly the same way. And it's
1: really interesting um because you used the the term consciously decided. Um so people ask, well what does slow living mean? So when you say you teach slow living, what does that even mean? So to me it means that you're paying attention to where you are right now and you're purposefully and consciously deciding how you're going to move throughout your day, your life and, and have a vision, have, have an end goal in sight. Sure. And then slowly move towards it, but in a very conscious way. So for you, your conscious decision and your end goal was to be a happy person. (laughs) So, so you've made this decision that is not serving me. It is not helping me to get to where I want to go. And you're absolutely right that if there is something catastrophic happening in the world that you need to know about, you're going to find out because your yeah. neighbor's going to tell you, somebody's going to tell you that your your broadcast will be interrupted. You yeah. you will find out if there's a forest fire happening, you will know about it. Um, yeah. so so but don't feel like you have to be glued to this 24/7 cycle where Really, what it's telling you is that you're not good enough. You need these clothes, this car, this booze, this, it's this, this. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, 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 how, yeah. How, how dare you be happy and at peace with what you have now?
0: How can we tell you that? I know, it's so true, so true. So I'm conscious of time. So what I would like to ask is, with your 10 books, obviously, where can people find you now? And I know there is some changing going on as well. So I know there's other stuff, exciting stuff brewing in the future. But if people want to find out more about you now, where can people find you, Steph? You bet. So I'm online.
1: My URL is stephanieoday.com. And that's S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-O-D-E-A.com. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram at the same handle, at Stephanie O'Day.
0: But I'd, I'd love to have you. I'd love to keep in touch with you, Lindsay. Me too. Yes. I think we are both promoting a very positive way of living and it just feels so good to tune into that.
1: It it really does. It really does.
0: Yes. So I have one last question for you. So should I run out and buy an instant pot? (laughs) I have one here collecting dust. I should ship it to you. I'm just not a
1: fan. I'm just not a fan. I tried. I thought, okay, this is what the universe, obviously the universe wants me to do this. I keep getting messages and and I it, 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 it feel really bad. And, and, and that's another thing is if you like your Instant Pot, I want you to like it. I just didn't want to be forced to like something I didn't like. That's
0: true. Never used one, never owned one. So I'm not going to rush out and buy one based on that recommendation. Thank you. <laughs> So thank you so much for being with us today. It's lovely to connect with you again. Really appreciate it and wish you so much success with all the new things that are coming down the line. Um, And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please check out Steph's website. And also please go to soulfuladventureliving.com where you will find uh, access to the work I do, but also access to this podcast And on Facebook, you'll find me at Lindsay to Swart and you'll have access to this podcast and again, other broadcasts that we've done. And you'll be able to find Steph on there too. So please tune in for the next episode and I will see you next time. Thanks so much. Bye.